Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. So today I want to talk about motivation and teach you two tools for when you feel unmotivated. Unmotivated to choose the healthier food, unmotivated to exercise, unmotivated to do anything that you need to do to get the results you want, whether that be weight loss results or specific eating habit results like breaking a sugar habit or stopping emotionally eating. By the way, I'm hosting a free virtual workshop on how to break an emotional eating habit. Grab your spot with the link on the episode page. It's on Wednesday, April 26th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, which is GMT minus four for my international listeners. I'm going to be breaking down the emotional eating habit cycle to make it so simple for you so that you can break this cycle yourself. I'll also be helping you to prevent feeling worse if you do end up emotionally eating because feeling worse afterwards will oftentimes lead to more emotional eating. So grab your spot with the link on the episode page or just visit katemjohnston.com forward slash workshop. Right now, when it comes to our goals, the truth is we can start out feeling very motivated to work toward our goals, but it's normal to have that motivation wax and wane at times, meaning that motivation can decrease and increase over a period of time. It's not a linear thing. It's not a straight line where you are highly motivated the entire time and it's just unwavering. It sort of comes and goes in waves, right? It's very normal and part of being a human to have changes in your level of motivation over time. There are lots of different things that cause this. There are lots of different circumstances too. Also, a very large part, which I will get into in this podcast episode, is your thoughts. Your thoughts will highly affect if you are feeling motivated or not. This is really great news because you have control of your thoughts. So no matter what the circumstance is and no matter what other factors come into play, because you have control of your own thoughts, you have way more control than you think about your motivation level. So I'm going to expand more on this in this podcast episode. I'm also going to explain how to try to keep your motivation high, but also what to do when you feel it dip low. And there are actually several things that you can do on your own. Before I dive in, I just want to give an example of how anyone can feel unmotivated to do something, even if their goal is something they highly desire. I'm going to share an experience of mine with you. This is just to let you really see that it's not just you if you're feeling unmotivated. There's nothing wrong with you. This is just a normal human thing. It does not mean that you are lazy. It does not mean that you don't want the results enough. It does not mean anything about you, only that you have a normal human brain. 
Okay, so for my entire childhood and teenage years, I wanted to be a surgeon, more specifically a trauma surgeon. I had this idea that this would be a very sexy career. I really had no idea what it entailed at the time. I just knew that I loved anything related to surgery. I loved learning about anatomy and physiology as much as I could before I even went to college. I just really wanted to help people in a very drastic way. So this combined with my interest in anatomy and surgery surgery really just provided such a big, exciting goal for me. I also knew that I wanted to have a family. I had this thought that you couldn't be a trauma surgeon and have a family, which I now know is not true, but at the time I thought this was true. So I decided to go for the happy medium and become a physician assistant and then just go into surgery from there. I was super excited about this goal of becoming a surgical physician assistant. I got into all the programs that I had applied to and my excitement was very high. I did all the work during the years that I was in school for this. I studied harder than I ever had in my life. I graduated and passed my national certification exam. I accepted my first job in orthopedic surgery at a level one trauma center. Life was good, right? And then I completely lost motivation. I had done the work to get my degree, certification, and job, and then my excitement and motivation just totally drained out of me. I had only really met part of my goal because what I really wanted was the result of hitting that goal, which was being in the OR and doing the surgery, right? Actually being in the life of that and feeling all the things I thought I would feel when doing this. And then in addition, working in the career that I wanted to work in while having a family. So despite being really excited, motivated, and even successful on my path to my end goal of living the life of being in surgery and having a family, those good feelings just went away completely or almost completely. I didn't know what was wrong with me. Then I started getting down on myself and wondering why I had worked so hard, gotten part of the result, and then just had a complete roadblock with how I was feeling. Once you start spiraling down like this, the negative thoughts just keep coming, and then the negative feelings just keep coming. It was also affecting my actions in many ways. Was I lazy? Not at all. I didn't have any evidence anywhere else in my life that I was lazy. In fact, quite the contrary. Did I no longer have any passion for anything? No, definitely not. I saw evidence in my life that I had passion for lots of other things. So what went wrong? The only thing that went wrong was not recognizing that I was just a human and that my motivation and excitement wasn't going to be this high, steady stream forever. Instead, I got tough on myself for a few years, which only made things worse. I had periods of times where I was excited about my job, but I just felt like there was something wrong with me because I couldn't maintain that. I wasn't eager to go to work every day. I wasn't eager to go to work most days. And I'm someone who really loves to work and loves to overproduce. It gives me a major dopamine hit. So what I ended up doing was changing the way I thought about things so I could feel differently while at work. I noticed that because I was feeling differently, I was performing differently. 
over the years, the more I did this, the better I felt. It was just an improving thing since then. So now some of the people in my life have wondered why I quit a career that I ended up being happy in and good at for something that was kind of unknown. Starting your own business and coaching is very different than getting the paycheck every two weeks from your employer along with the benefits, right? Because I learned how to create my own motivation, I was able to keep increasing that feeling of motivation. And again, it's not a linear thing. There's always going to be periods where it waxes and wanes, but when you know how to create more of it, you do. And because I've created so much motivation in myself, I set even bigger goals. I set exciting goals for me. And that's the fun part. That's why once you learn a skill like this, your life just expands in ways that you never dreamed of. So how this relates to eating habits and weight loss is that Once you develop the skill of increasing your motivation, especially at times when you feel like it's low, you'll start noticing that there are other areas of your life where you will set some new goals and be motivated to reach those goals because you're creating that motivation for yourself. Also, there will be times when your motivation is low and you learn the skill of doing the actions anyway to get the results. This skill will help you get results no matter what you're feeling. So these two skills combined will really increase your effectiveness when it comes to reaching your goals. All right, so that was a really long story, but I wanted to give you sort of a substantial story because trust me, there have been lots of other times where motivation was low to do things that I normally would be really excited about, but those are a little bit more on the smaller side. So let's get into the two tools for when you feel unmotivated. Motivation is just a feeling in your body. You feel motivated, right? You can also feel a lack of motivation. What does this feel like exactly? Well, for some people, it feels maybe a little lazy, just low energy, maybe a little down. When you feel motivated, though, in your body, you feel maybe a little excited, driven, energized. Again, all feelings in your body. So many of these feelings can all be very similar to one another as far as how they feel in your body, but you can notice that each of these things has sort of a similar feel in your body. There are lots of things that happen in your body to cause you to feel a feeling. There are things called neuropeptides involved. Your nerves and muscles are involved. Your brain is involved. In fact, what ultimately causes you to feel a feeling in your body is a thought in your brain. I'll repeat that. A thought in your brain will cause a feeling in your body. A thought is just a sentence in your brain, more specifically an opinion that your brain offers you. Sometimes we are well aware of our thoughts and other times we are not. So many thoughts occur in our brain so quickly throughout the day that it can be tough to be aware of them sometimes or to be aware of all of them, right? So there's something like tens of thousands of thoughts, I think like 40 or 60,000 thoughts that go through your head every day. Crazy, right? Now, if you want to create a feeling 
of motivation or something similar, you can have a deliberate thought that would create the motivation. What I mean by deliberate is that you choose the thought ahead of time, right? So that's the first of the two tools for when you feel unmotivated. So again, a thought is just a sentence in your head. And if you have a tough time knowing what motivation feels like in your body, maybe choose a feeling like excited or driven or energized. If those are feelings that will help you to do the actions that you need to do to create the eating habits or weight loss results that you want. So to create a feeling of motivation or something similar, what thought would you have to think deliberately? So choose a thought ahead of time, potentially a few times to create that feeling of motivation in your body. Would you maybe have to think about how your goal would impact you for the rest of your life? Maybe would you think about how doing the action Um, such as maybe making a salad for dinner will make you feel so good afterward. You're essentially just creating a situation in your head that will motivate you to do the actions that will cause that feeling of motivation in your body to actually go forth with the action. A big thing with motivation is reward. So that's why if you'll notice that those two examples I gave were very reward focused. Our human brain is motivated primarily with three different things to increase pleasure, avoid pain or discomfort, and conserve energy. So anything having to do with any of these three is typically seen as a reward by our human brain, which means that it's motivating. So increasing pleasure, avoiding pain or discomfort, and conserving energy are part of the motivational triad. You may have heard me mention this before, But these are the three things that are believed to be what motivate humans to do all the actions to survive as a species. Therefore, when you think about motivation, think about reward. So a reward might be something that's pleasurable, or a reward might be decreasing the discomfort from something, or a reward might be saving energy, right? And if you can, think about the reward of how you'll feel inside your body either during or after a certain action or achieving a certain result. So for many people, this is more on the pleasure side, um, but for some people, it could be also avoiding discomfort, right? Choosing the salad instead of the hamburger and fries might help you to avoid the discomfort of a an overly full belly and maybe even heartburn right now to increase the likelihood that you will utilize this thought frequently to increase your motivation to feel motivated more frequently I would highly recommend writing this thought down it doesn't have to be just one thought either it can be a couple that can be your go-to thoughts for when you feel like you need a motivation boost I would put these in a place that will serve as a visual reminder for you. All right, so let's talk about the second tool for when you are feeling unmotivated when it comes to weight loss and eating habits. This is especially useful for exercise, in my opinion, if this is something that you are trying to build a habit of doing. 
In fact, I use this all of the time. I love to exercise. I love to run and weightlift, partly because I enjoy the activities, but also partly because I enjoy the health benefits of doing these. So I enjoy the end results, right? Now, just because I enjoy doing these and enjoy the health benefits or the results doesn't mean I'm always feeling particularly motivated every day to do them, especially running sometimes. I don't always feel motivated to go for a run, especially if it's cold or maybe rainy, right? Or early in the morning or after an exhausting day at work. My brain will offer up some sort of thought or excuse really why I shouldn't go for a run. Maybe a thought like, I'm going to be uncomfortable the whole time and my legs always tighten up in the cold. That then makes me feel even less motivated. So if you have times like this, which I know you do, this will be especially useful for you. You can use this tool for anything. I just find it very helpful for exercise. You'll also find it very helpful for eating habits. So if you're feeling unmotivated and maybe you've already tried to increase your motivation with your thoughts, think about this. It's irrelevant how you feel in the moment. If you have a goal, what matters is how committed you are to that goal. What matters is you reaching that goal because that goal is something that you want, right? Something that you desire. If you've already committed to cooking dinner five nights a week, instead of getting takeout or going out to eat, it doesn't matter how you feel in the moment. It doesn't matter if you had an exhausting day at work. You can just do an action despite feeling unmotivated. You don't have to feel motivated to do something, right? You don't have to feel excited to cook. You don't have to feel driven to cook to actually do the action. You can simply just do an action. For all the times that you vacuumed your house, for example, did you feel motivated or excited or driven to vacuum every single time? No, you just did it anyway because you're committed to having a clean house. For the mothers listening, did you oftentimes feel exhausted and still played with your kid anyway? Of course you did. You're committed to some connection with your child. So you can be committed to something and do the action no matter how you're feeling. So this tool, when you use it often enough, it really becomes a skill. The more you practice doing an action that moves you closer to your goals, despite not feeling highly motivated in the moment, the more this becomes a skill that then is just part of who you are. It's part of what you do. It's just habit. You don't put a lot of effort in. It just is. It's no longer as uncomfortable either. It's just sort of on autopilot. I've personally experienced this with this one, like I said, with exercise and certainly with eating habits. Not to say that you don't feel unmotivated at times, even when you have developed the skill. That's not the case at all. It's just that you really don't let that lack of motivation or that uncomfortable feeling actually stop you from doing the thing that you really want to or need to do to have the results that you love, right? So join us in the How to Break an Emotional Eating Habit workshop on Wednesday, April 26th 
at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. That's GMT minus four. You can grab your spot for that with the link on the episode page. If you're unable to make that day and time, you'll receive the replay as long as you're signed up. And it's just a first name and email to sign up so I can send you the Zoom link. Until next time, take care and I'll talk with you soon. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.